0: Welcome to the Weekend Collective. I'm Francesca Rudkin, joined by Tim Wilson. Good afternoon, Tim. Hey, Francesca. Quick question. Who oh. won last night between the Canes and the Crusaders? Quick question. <laughs> it was a very disappointing evening <laughs> for myself and for all Hurricane fans, and I imagine the Hurricanes as well. The end of your career as a rugby Pollyanna. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Gosh, um, Tim, who won between England and Wales? Yeah, yeah. I picked that wrong, too. Hey, this is the politics hour. We're not here to talk about sport. Let's just put that in the bag and keep moving. <laughs> Why don't we? So the new healthy home standards to make rental properties warmer and drier were today announced by Housing and Urban Development Minister Phil Twyford. And Phil Twyford joins us now. Good afternoon.
1: Hi, Francesca. Hi, Tim. Hey, Phil. Kia Hey, why are you doing this? Well, we've got a problem with the quality of our housing stock in New Zealand and the worst of it is in the rental market. Uh, too many homes uh, aren't properly heated, then um, uh, too many aren't insulated. And cold, damp homes are sending about 6,000 kids to hospital every year with infectious and respiratory diseases that often leave them with permanent lung damage. So we've got to do something about it. And uh, today we announced a set of standards that um, from July, uh, 2021, will be mandatory for all rental properties, private, uh, public, community uh, rentals. And they'll, it, it, they set minimum standards for insulation, for heating, um, drainage, uh, moisture control and draft stopping. And, and they'll go a long way to making um, several hundred thousand rental homes warm and dry. The, uh, the
0: Ministry of Health says that 6,000 children admitted each year for quote-unquote housing-sensitive hospitalisations. Do you have any idea what percentage of them live in rental accommodation?
1: Um, A a very high percentage, so um, I can't give you a precise estimate. 60, 70? Yeah, the great majority, Something it would be in that order. It's also, um, we have this thing in New Zealand called excess winter mortality, and it's basically 1,600 New Zealanders, mostly older people, who die premature deaths every winter. That is in large part a result of um, cold, damp housing and people not being able to afford to to turn the heater on. And um, so that's what we're trying to tackle here.
0: So Phil, what's the cost to landlords?
1: We expect that if a a rental property um, has none of these features that are now required, so no no heat pump or wood burner, no insulation, no no, uh, extractor fans in bathroom and kitchen and so on, it would cost uh, approximately $7,000 to bring a, a typical three bedroom home up to the required standard. So, um, but, you know, about half, for example, half the rental properties out there already have extractor fans. Um, uh, Two thirds of them have um, a fixed heating source. So we're really talking about bringing the bottom end of the market up to where everybody else is and and sort of setting a minimum standard.
0: So where does Housing New Zealand houses fit into this? Because, of course, um, you're going to have to bring them up scratch as well.
1: We are, yeah. So um, Housing New Zealand has about, 68,000 properties that it owns and and is responsible for, they're going to have to spend more than $200 million bringing them up to scratch. Um, They'll do that off their own balance sheet so they don't require any extra money to do that. Uh, And we've set um, three years from now, basically, they have to uh, have all of their properties completely compliant, and you know these standards also apply to council housing and community housing providers as well. Everybody's in. How so,
0: come? How come private landlords have to comply with this two years before Housing New Zealand does?
1: Well, they don't, it, it's not quite like that. Tim. They um, the compliance period kicks in in two years' time, but then. Um, a property has to comply, or the landlord's got to certify in the tenancy agreement that it complies every time a new tenancy turns over. Okay, so it's and it's it's for new tenants. A sort of roll, it's a kind of rolling mall, and then after a three-year period, everybody's got to comply.
0: While we're talking about tenants, um, mm. get that you want to help them, but this comes in the same uh, week that the capital gains tax. Uh, ideas were announced which everyone says is going to raise rents. Aren't you stroking tenants with one hand and slapping them in the face with the other?
1: Well, our um, housing market, I think everybody recognises, um, is in a pretty terrible state, and we've got to do a whole lot of things to get it back on track. You know, we want to get more affordable homes built. We've got to raise the quality of the housing and so on. Um, We don't believe that um, this... um, that the, the long overdue reforms to the quality of the housing. We, we think that's got to happen. The, the Tax Working Group has made a proposal about the uh, a capital gains tax or capital income tax. The government's going to take its time over the next few months and work through um, which of those recommendations we want to move on. Um, but we can't wait around um, for uh, the ideal moment in history to improve the quality of housing, this is something that's got to happen, and it's really about dragging the quality of rental housing in this country into the 21st century.
0: Will rents go up uh, with the capital gains tax? Yes or no?
1: Um, well, there's, there's actually the experience on the capital um, gains tax experience internationally is mixed on this. The, there is so economic... is it, it's sort of year now. Nah. Well, there's economic modelling that suggests that it would, all other things being equal. But if you look at countries like Australia, South Africa, the United States, who in recent decades have introduced uh, capital gains taxes, um, there's no evidence to suggest that it has pushed rent up. So the thing is, in the housing market, you know, there are so many other variables that are going on. Just a sheer shortage of housing is the thing at the moment that's putting um, rents up in some parts of New Zealand. And that's why our government's very focused on trying to increase the supply of housing.
0: Phil, thank you for your time this afternoon. Thanks for having me on. We'll let you get
1: back to Kiwi Bill,
0: Phil. (laughs)